Well, well, well. <laughs> I apologise all of you who had to endure the bullying that went on <laughs> last week on this show. At least Sean Ormerod has the guts to turn up and take his beating today. <laughs> Joel Kane, oh, I'm sick, I've been run down. I'm starting to get a bit of head noise, because obviously you were missing last week, and I mean, I'm mean i here consistently, because that's what I'm paid to do, and I always turn up. That looks mothers, but um, yeah. is it me? Do I, is, have I, do I need some new deodorant? Or well, I think you or? do, but that's not the <laughs> issue. Um, <laughs> but the whacking that I copped last week, yeah. firstly, oh, firstly, I started listening. Oh, you've taken note. I started to. I thought there's so many things here I can't remember. Uh, Joel doing a magic trick to start this show. <laughs> what, what has this become? What has this become? The midday show with Ray Martin. You referring to comparing my absence to your co Vicky from two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I put worse. it clear. Way worse. Oof. I put it clear. I made it very clear two or three weeks ago. Right in this spot right here. Did I not say, boys, magic round week before. I'm having three days off. I haven't had any days off for whatever. I, I, I've got <laughs> oh, a nice get, little window. Get the violin out here. I got a, no, I'm not complaining about that, but I said I'm taking three days off. I'm out. I, I, I pulled out of NRL tonight on Fox. Uh, I didn't do anything for three clear days. Right? No one said boo. You, Sean Ormerot. And hello, everyone. This will get nice and happy, but I've got to get this off my chest. You, uh, 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 you know, hide behind your missus COVID. I never said you had to come in. But when the option was put to you that day can you to stream you and put you, you said, nah, that'll be okay. That'll be fine. I that think, was my uh, issue. I think it might have been too hard basket. Too hard basket. <laughs> yeah. To, to click on a link... And uh, flip your la flip your laptop on this thing right in front of him. Yeah, it's a very nice laptop. It has a camera. What about you, blokes, taking the opportunity to suck up to Hammy? Because I gave Hammy a little whack a couple few weeks ago. Little. I can't remember. I was joking, by the way. But you two take the advantage, right? Also, Joel, I wish he was here because he did the scoreboard, right? And we've had a battle of the of a year. Right? It's been a battle of a year. Now, you're starting to really turn it around. You're actually tipping very well. Joel's tipping okay. Joel then does, and one thing I haven't done, because I don't want to embarrass any of us, doesn't matter to me. I'm here to host the thing. You two are supposed to be experts, but when we do the leaderboard, I go very quickly. Joel got, blah, 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 Joel, Joel very got Sean got, Dan got him. I don't do the overall percentages. Joel does this whole spiel because he cracked 50%, <laughs> right? So he cracked 50, did more, his score, which is 51, your score, which is whatever. And then Dan is struggling. Why embarrass me? <laughs> I mean, are you that insecure, Joel, that you had to just make sure at the expense of other colleagues, oh, I'm at 51%, everyone. I can't believe you're being so cynical. And that's, that's why he did it. Then. Making up new segments. I don't even. I can't even remember what the segments were. They were so forgettable. But hang on, we're a team here, and you're just making up new segments. Now you're bagging Cam. Well, oh, fine, Cam. <laughs> and well, what's this garbage about me smoking at the Jupiter's Casino? It's the Star Casino now until 6 a.m. 
and I have very good info. I have very good info. So it makes me question when you actually do have info. <laughs> Firstly, they haven't allowed you to smoke at a casino at a table. Certain tables, I know. I know. Well, I'm not rich. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not. And and they're not poker tables. They're the blackjack tables. They're the roulette tables, and you have to pay four figures a head. Um, I played poker till 9:30 p.m. So my spies were correct. No, you said till 6 a.m. having a smoke. <laughs> Neither were true. So anyway, I'm glad I've got that off my chest. I've, I feel like I've defended myself. Joel. Joel. I, I, because he's not here, I won't, I won't go on about the suit. I won't go on about the suit. One day was enough. Well, to you be, didn't have to wear the suit all weekend. To be fair, the, the contrast in wardrobes from Sugar last week to you this week. You, you, it, no, now, you don't get my A-grade wardrobe. We can't see you don't get my, after that performance last week, you do not get my A-grade wardrobe. Did you run here like Rocky, just cracking a few eggs in the mouth? That's exactly right. Uh, you ever tried that, the eggs? I tried that once. Yeah, no, yeah I tried it once as well. And it, and it all came back. Mm. Uh, it was, what do they call it in the... Um, uh, in the hot dog eating competition. Uh, there is a specific name for vomiting. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> Not a return of serve, but uh, oh, no, no. Uh, it was in that vein. Now, Sean, mm. I, I see I was, in, I was in some WhatsApp group where there was a message every seven seconds and it had uh, Hammy and Deany and Roasty. Well-oiled machine. Uh, Booby and everyone from Sportsbet. But you... <laughs> Are you that arrogant that you feel that you don't have to be at Magic Round? You're the face of Sportsbet yeah. Rugby League, and you decided, no, nah, Brisbane, too hard basket. What is going on, yeah, Sean? It's been the flavour of my year, too hard basket. No, I had the option to, to go to Magic Round, but I thought I'd be better served in my analysis of the game, because I knew if I went there and I was in the stands... I'd be lucky to remember about four minutes of football. So I was lucky enough, sat on the couch all week, and it was uh, that was magic, just being able to watch every single minute of every game from the comfort of my You can home. do that every weekend. Yeah, you have Fox, I you do, have KO. I do, and I do do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same time slots. Uh, but thank you. No, no, because I thought oh, there was no way I was going to allow you to besmirch the good people down in Melbourne at Sportsbet, right, who clearly were up there on a junket, but you weren't involved. But I'm glad you have clarified that you yeah. did have the option and yep. you chose not to do it. So How Wayne, was it overall? Uh, honestly. Bad, ugly? It was fantastic. Mm. Um, I've got some issues with a couple of things, but it can never leave Suncorp Stadium. The talk of Sydney is ridiculous. The talk, I think, please, can all talk back radio stop doing that it's, a, it's an easy fill subject should yeah. sydney host magic ground the answer is no next subject 131873 click on the feedback icon um <laughs> no sydney should never host it i mean here's the thing sean the weather was awful mm. and yet forty thousand turned up on night one yeah forty six thousand night two and forty thousand on a beautiful sunny sunday afternoon on night three it really is a festival and um i don't see any need if they can jack up the price out of queensland fine but don't worry about Townsville. We can do other things with Auckland. We don't need two or three magic rounds no, no, here. One, one year. is enough. Yeah, one it's perfect. And it was clear there was obviously some negotiations going on in the background and fair play to whoever that raised, that threw a little pippy out there that, oh, we might think about having a Sydney. So is, have they got it for two more years now? Or I think, yes, one? that's what they, they, they told me, that well. they've definitely got it for the next two. Now, serious question, the television ratings went up, so people bought in. Again, now again, there were some good games, Manly, Brisbane, um, 
well, good matchups yeah. coming in. Penrith, Melbourne, obviously disappointing. Mm. It sort of blew out. And Roosters, Parramatta. What a great game! I hope that. Cracking. I'm glad. I hope it came through on TV because it was the game of the, yeah, the weekend. Was. Um, was betting up? Do people actually uh, like increase their betting? Good. Good question. I don't. Ha- I don't know off the top of my head, but generally, I mean, the TV ratings is always a good gauge for us. Yeah. You see, it sort of trends pretty nicely with it. So, if I was, and I will actually now you've now you've sort of piqued my interest in that, I'll go have a look. But um, good to hear that ratings are up. And yeah, all in all, from looking from afar, I, I did, be there next year. Sure. I did have some FOMO. I got Saturday afternoon. Silly. Thought, yeah, I've got to. Be, I've got to be there. Next I, I, the smart people left on Sunday night. I left on the Monday. That's how. That's like one day too many in Vegas. How zoo-like was the airport Monday morning? Well, oh, a little later. As you know, I don't like getting up early, so I got a one ten flight. Pardon, so by pardon, then, pardon me, I'd, yeah, Sean. Why would I have thought it was an AM flight? The Bulldogs. Yeah, and we've got Bulldogs fiasco written down on the run sheet, and it sort of does feel a bit fiasco-like. I mean, the the how far we've come in two weeks since Phil Gould said. Um, what was the exact quote? Oh, Trent Rowe will be here. He'll be there long that. after I'm gone. Well, yes. fast forward 14 days, that's not the answer. I'm fascinated to see what happens this Friday night. And shout out to the NRL as well. <clears throat> I, I applauded them last week for having the crystal ball at the start of the year when they looked at the fixturing to put the Bulldogs <laughs> Newcastle game six o'clock. Magic round. They've done. They've done the same again here. Well done. Whoever's got that crystal ball, I wouldn't mind to look at it. Uh, West Tigers Bulldogs 6 p.m. Friday night. Hats yep. off again. Um, now the flu that's apparently yes. going around isn't timing just amazing when the flu can strike at any sort of oh. random. Oh, is this random... a cynical or well? Oh my goodness! I'm not the cynical type, as you not as much as you. I anyway. didn't even think of that. That yeah. this flu. And by the way, we're recording this 11 o'clock Wednesday. I have to yep. put that because things will change by the time you listen to this. But Danny Wilder put out a tweet mm. and uh, said names. that Burton, Adokar. Mm. Mm. So, interesting. We're going to talk about the game later, obviously. But, yeah, if I had to lean, because there was all, apparently Burton had a great relationship with him at Penrith, a lot of the reason why he came over. And there's some chat that a lot of the players did like. Um, Baz, for all his... Um, Whatever you, whatever you might want to call it, downfalls as a, as a coach. Um, fascinating to see how the players respond. Could we see a little bit of a lay-down job? Maybe. I'm fascinated by your wooden spoon market mm. because we've seen how often teams can have a little bounce back, right, after a coach is removed. But now, Barrett seemed to be popular with the players, but, geez, that's gone in. What was it? Roughly before it tumbled into 250, Tigers 340, Knights, by the way, I wouldn't be sleeping on the Knights just yet. Six, yeah. no, you can't be impressed with what they did on Friday. And the Warriors, $11. Mm. I think last week, I think Tigers might have been favourites. It was it was almost a three-way split, Bulldogs, West and Knights. I know the Bulldogs and Knights were about 340 or 350 um, each of those. And we thought that game was going to be Spoonball. Obviously, Knights won. They've drifted. Coach sacked. Doesn't really bode well. But I think, yeah... It, it, my only concern, if, if it was, a, if it was the, the fact of the players not really... If it was a player revolt and he'd been sacked, I'd be, I'd be a little bit bullish about the rest of the year, yeah. regardless of who come in and was yeah. caretaker. But with this, I'm a, little bit, I'm a little bit concerned. So if you are having a bet in that game, as always, take a Can't seat. responsible. But just think about that as well. But we'll get to that next. And Tyrone's, Tyrell Sloan was... Uh I can't. It's really I, your interest. I can't really figure out what the what is going on in Hook's head, the way he's treating Sloan at the moment. He was um, 
18th man or in the reserves for four, five, six weeks is clearly the long-term solution for mm. fullback. Plays one game last week. And I don't think... I need to go back and have a good look at the game, but I don't think he was that bad. Nothing that certainly... Oh, there was a moment. Yeah. He could have held onto the ball and... He, he's out of confidence very clearly. Well, yeah, I actually went back and watched the start of the game. I didn't have time to watch the full thing. And I thought he started really well. Look, we have to remember he's, what, 20 or 21? Yeah, he's a kid. He's, he's, a, he's a kid. He's finding his way. I'm not sure playing in one week they lose and then dropping him the next is, is a solution. And I'll tell you what isn't the solution. Cody Ramsey at fullback. Yeah, that's... So... That's eye-opening. Yeah. But what bothered me about Sloan was he was exposed... He's not a big body, and that was exposed. Remember, they played Cronulla in the wet, yep. and the back well, three was mm. smashed. And he brings him back in the wet. I mean, it's a, you don't put a dry runner on a wet track. And it just doesn't me, make sense. Find me a more suitable game for Sloan. Now, I think there is some chat around showers around Sydney yeah. um, this week, but find me a, a more suitable game than Saturday afternoon, I believe it is. Cogra. Cogra against, against of all people the Warriors. Now, if that's a game that you want to blood a twenty-one-year-old fullback, yeah, that is it. So interesting to see. Hopefully, there's a late change, but Cody Ramsey. Said Look how Robinson eased in Suwali. Now, Suwali yeah. is a much better player than yeah. Sloan, but he waited till they had a nice, soft little run in the draw. About what was it? Round four, round five. I think it might have been the Warriors. Remember, you you said it, you said watch for this, and it happened. All right, let's do this. Yes, our Bambi. Our Bambi segment here on uh, Get Em On Side. Sean Omerod, uh, do you want to go first here? Yeah, I'll go first. Just a little one for me. Um, and it's a little bit of a magic round theme. Now, yeah, I had FOMO halfway through uh, Magic Round, probably Saturday afternoon. I thought, geez, I could really be getting around that. Would have loved to have been there. And when I go next year, I'll tell you one thing I won't be doing. Hmm is buying the Magic Round specific merchandise. Oh, it's, got, <laughs> it's got, now I've got to be careful because we are in the NRL uh, HQ as no, we film this, I'm but that's okay. It's got the Magic Round logo and it's got every team sort of logo on there as well. If you're buying, and I, not cheap either, uh, the fellow spies well, that yeah. saw you the other week, my spies told me not cheap at all. If you're going to Magic Round and, and buying and, not, and wearing that, not only buying it, but then wearing it to the game, you need a little bit of look in the mirror, I think. It's like when... Are you saying because... I'm saying you're a nuffy. It's a short-term thing, or so it's, it's, it's not a wise investment, or because you're just supporting football? What um, are you supporting uh, if you support... Like Rob Lowe got in, not in trouble, but people laughed at him. He was at an NFL game, and he, he just wore a hat which said NFL, because he didn't <laughs> want to offend anyone. People go, yes, yes, Rob Lowe cheers for the organisation called the National Football League. You don't go there and cheer for rugby league, and you don't go there and cheer for the concept. (laughs) You're a bitter man today. So you should have gone, you should have (laughs) gone, you've watched everyone else have a good time. No, you're enough if you're wearing that. I agree with that. Uh, But people get into the spirit of it, and hey, if the NRL... By the way, that Manly jersey, having seen it now in person, is one of the worst jerseys I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Don't wear it. And you're not doing the Melbourne Storm any job. I don't know who you look like, if it's Melbourne Storm-esque, whatever it is, never wear it again. Mm. Now, I've noticed a scourge in the world of podcasting. Turn your computer off, please. (laughs) That is, whenever someone of note dies, it is a race for the podcast people to get their tribute on. Mark Maron, the great interviewer, the WTF man in America, who is a master at this, so Gilbert Godfrey, the comic, dies. Five minutes later, 
Mark Maron, in, uh, Mark Maron 2012 interview with Gilbert Gottfried. Norm Macdonald died. Mark Maron interview with Norm Macdonald 10 minutes later. And when Andrew Simons, that was terrible by the way. Jeez, wasn't that awful to wake up to. Shit out um, What is it we're losing not only players too young, but like heroes. Yeah. Jones, Marsh, mm. Warren obviously, Simons. I mean, these are, mm. the, these are the ones we actually looked up to. But there was a colleague of mine, I'm not adding him, but it happens all over the place now. It's the podcast scourge immediately. We've got to get, this is a chance to get the numbers up. <laughs> I've got it all off my chest now. Now let's have some fun. Get him on side. Same game multi for tonight. Thoughts on Panthers to win 13 plus? Uh, well, probably not. There's a few injuries this week. All right, we're going back. Cheers, see ya. See ya. Make it look easy with Sportsbet's same game multi. More markets and bigger odds with Sportsbet. Get them on side. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, let's do the leaderboard, shall we? So Joel got three. Joel got three out of eight. I won't embarrass him. <laughs> happens. I got four out of eight. I was actually okay with that. Sean, you're in a, a rich vein of form. I hope we're pumping all this out on social media because your form has been excellent of late. Your system has been fixed. Uh, six out of eight against the line. Mm. You only missed on the storm. Now I've got to defend you here. There's no way you're taking the storm once you found out Jerome Hughes was out. No, I wouldn't have. And Cow... Cow oh, you took the Tigers yeah, over the Cowboys. Twice. That's a bit unlucky as well, because didn't they lose Simpkin and Brooks yeah, they did. before half-time? Yeah, and, and the Tigers led 12-8. Yeah, they did. So, well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, with a little recalibration about three, four weeks ago. It's come to fruition, so we're on the right side of positive now, which is good, but... You're only as good as your next bet. See, then, okay. As you, as you find well known. But see, that's Joel. That's how you do it. You <laughs> pump everyone's tyres up and you, make, you, you sell like a wrestling commentator. All right, let's get to the games. We start with uh, Thursday night footy, Newcastle versus Brisbane. If you looked at this a couple of months ago, there's no way these odds are what you'd see. It's in Newcastle. It's a Thursday night. 275 the Knights, $1.45 the Broncos. Six and a half is the line. Uh, Milford is in for Brisbane. Ah, see, old habits die hard. <laughs> Milford is in for the Knights, who, Sean, have lost their last three at home by a combined score of 116 to 10. Mm. Broncos, we all know now they've won four straight. They've only conceded six tries. Yeah. So, yeah, Adam Reynolds has it on a string. He does. But they've got some steel about them for the first time in a long time. He does, and he's only six points off the, the Daly M lead. And it wouldn't shock me if they continue to win games, he, he could easily uh, win the Daly M medal this year. He's well, it's only he and Haas that are going to consistently pull exactly. through. Yeah, and I think when he when Brisbane do win, um, it's yeah it's either one of those three. And I'd probably lean the way of Adam Reynolds getting three more often than, than Payne R. So he's going to mm. be right at the end. Um, probably well, he's exceeded my expectations, certainly, at the start of the year, how well he was going to go. And just what he's done, he's made every single player in that team look a lot better than what I thought they were. 
There's still a little concern around his halves partner Tyson Gamble. Still a little bit of a liability for me. I think they'll play finals, and I don't. I'm, I would be surprised if Tyson Gamble is the number six come finals. Yeah. I think it'll be to Murray Martin. Yep. But anyway, continue. Yep. No, so do I. We're on the same page. Colby fullback. Apparently, Martin's got a bit of a knock, and uh, Colby was sided training at fullback this week. So watch that one as well. I just want to touch on home underdogs. Their record so far this year. I've banged on about it for most of the year. They've covered 21 from 31 this year, which is it. Which is home underdogs. Home underdogs when they're getting the start have covered 21 of 31 uh, starts. So keep that in mind. Everyone that knows me knows that I love a home dog, and that's why I'm going to lean there. I'm not expecting a great deal out of Milford, but geez, that side looks a lot better with his name in the yes. line. So uh, six and a half, convert a try. Broncos win last week might have been a little bit flattering. Tommy clearly wasn't right and it wasn't his knee, I think we know now, but was playing on one leg for most of that game. And that happens at Suncorp, big crowd, um, you can see that. So I'm going to not completely ignore it, but I'm going to give Knights at home probably one more chance. I just can't believe a forward pack, Clemmer, Saifidi, Frizzell, Fitzgibbon, Barnett. Mm. I know Randall's the nine and they don't have Braley, I get that, but I don't get why they're so off the pace. That, I mean, that was... Truly a reprehensible game against Canterbury. A, tr- a horrible yeah. game. And a congratulations to the person, I can't remember who it was, who tweeted it about half-time. Loser of this game should be the one that missed Magic Round next year. <laughs> it's a brilliant tweet. Uh, I'm going to take Newcastle as well, at the line. I'm not saying I'm not convinced by the Broncos, but they've, they've been up for four in a row now. Mm. I reckon they're due for a dip. Doesn't mean they'll lose. I just got them due for a dip. A pretty... Um, I don't imagine there'll be a big crowd Thursday night, low atmosphere. By the way, behind at halftime, the Broncos two and three. So a Newcastle, Brisbane halftime, full-time double might be the one. But where, but Sean, you've now this is a good concept. I like this. So we're all taking on a game. For each game, one of us will take on and and have a specific market that we like the look of. What have you got here? Yeah, we went a little bit um, Ric Flair last week. We had some real success. I'm, this isn't that far out of the box. It's Knights head to head now. We tip them at the line um, in every game. But if I was having a bet in this game, and I will be backing this myself as well, but Newcastle head-to-head is the way I'd be playing that. As I said, there's a little bit of concern around uh, overall trust about them. Six and a half isn't a huge line. If they do get up for this game at home, Mm. which we've seen a lot of home underdogs do this year, um, I think they can very much win the game. And the concern with it the other way is we've seen them get flogged. So... It's a little bit of one way or the other. So I think, well, I will be, I'll be back at night's head-to-head, certainly, in this one. All right, we go to 6 o'clock Friday, Tigers-Bulldogs-Leichhardt. Now, why would you waste a Leichhardt game at 6 o'clock on Friday? Yeah. They should only get three games a year, and they should all be Sunday afternoon, um, preferably early season, late season, try and get a nice warm day. Uh, anyway, we're, we're a bit lost at sea here because of the Bulldog situation, but $1.90 each of two. Mick Potter announced as uh, coach, at least for the rest of the season. He wouldn't have picked the team, obviously, so it's very simple. Jacob Carraz is now in. The Brent Naden thing is bizarre. I don't know if he left because of Barrett. I don't know if he left because he wants to play centre. I don't know if he left because Canterbury pushed him out because they want to give this kid a chance, Carraz. And if that's the case, I think that might be a pretty astute decision. So do I. Dollar ninety each or two, Leichhardt. I don't know. <laughs> I've got Canterbury. But the flu. 
yeah, I'm not going to, as you said before, it's Wednesday as we record. I think there's going to be a lot to happen, certainly by, by far as team news is concerned as we approach this game. Right now, I think I have to lean the way of Wes. But no Brooks, no Simpkin. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, that back line is decimated. Um, so I don't love it, but I, th- I think we're either going to see some team changes for the Bulldogs, big outs, some chat around Burton and Fox. Yes. So that they've got no, no hope whatsoever if they don't play. You've got that on your side, and you've also got a team that doesn't really care um, after the club sacked potentially a bloke that they liked as their coach. But good luck in this game. If Canterbury wins, we might have a second coaching casualty next week. I don't like saying that because I love Madge, but uh, if they lose to this Canterbury side, mm. it could be a problem. Uh, I've got this one. Ockenbore anytime. Tro- your bloke, Ockenbore. Because... April Fool's Day again. Tigers have conceded 22 tries on their left side. And... You've got, I don't think, defensive juggernauts right across the back line. Tupo, Kapoa, Peachy, Mamalo. Ockenbore, if he hangs onto the ball, I think $2.50, just throw that into all your little same-game multis. I also had the alternate line, 44.5 under, but you're not going to get much value for that. Yeah, just on that, I'd, I'd be... Now, we know dogs have struggled to score so far this year, but I'd be, I'd be wary about them playing the exact same brand of footy. On, on paper, it looks like an under game, but I'd be I'd be wary if it is dry. Okay. Just keep that in mind. 70% chance of rain on Friday, so just, hop, just cool your jets until we get to Friday. Parramatta Manly at Combank Stadium. Manly, good record here. Remember last year, they gave it to Parramatta. This was really the arrival of Josh Schuster. Uh, $1.39, $3.00. Manly's really struggling, aren't they? Morgan Harper is back, so um, a big defensive test for him as usual. Mm. Um, Parramatta, they're in a real loss-win-loss-win-loss run. Well, that's what they are at, actually. Only their fourth game at home this year, Sean. One of the other home games, Darwin, was a catastrophe for them. Schuster is in for Manly, the line seven and a half. Yeah, Schuster's in, but I think he's named on the bench. I, I don't think he'll, he'll be 12 and Davey will go back to Surely he, he starts and if he does, I, I, I really, I mean Morgan Harper are playing I don't love it but he was there all of last year when they were when they were flying. So That's fair. Confidence low, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. But you know, it, it'll help if they don't have to defend as much because that was that's been his issue. Um, I thought Parramatta that game last week against the Roosters was a was a cracker. I thought the scoreline certainly flattered them. They were getting flogged early. I think they were down by 19 with that field yes. goal at one point. A couple of kicks off tries that were great tries, but you need a lot of luck on your side to mm. to get them home. Um, so it might have just flattered them how close they got in the end. And then Manly, I spoke about it when, I, when we spoke about the Broncos game. Turbo clearly wasn't right. Hopefully he's right for this game. And if he is, I think Manly are a huge, mm-hmm. huge chance in this one. I'll be taking them with the start in this game. Okay. All right. I've got Parramatta because I just don't see... Manly don't have it right now. They're five and five, so it's not panic stations. Benji was telling me and I'm not meaning to name drop, but he's a guy who's had a medial uh, knee injury, and he said it does take three to four weeks to get back, ease back into it. So you can play with it, as Tom is doing, yeah. but it takes... Or whatever, it's a medial thing, the Tom injury, but it is going to take a few weeks. So I, I, until we see him back, I, I'm going to stay away. Give me Parramatta. Uh, this is not my game, but Sean Lane might be able to expose Morgan Harper defensively as a, because the other centre would be Tom Opacek. I would rather Sean Lane for the any time. But... 
the official have a look at goes to Joel, and he likes the Seagulls at the line. So there you go, a seven and a half, get a little bit of insurance. I like it, Sean. What will that start? No changes, Sean? What do you anticipate that that start uh, well, I only, begins I only, at? I only got it to, to minus six Parramatta. So I'm tipping Manly seven and a half. There isn't a lot. I don't think there's a huge amount of discrepancy in what I make it. I think maybe six, six and a half. Yeah. I can't see getting to wait. Eight's the key in terms of if you want to really load up on Manly or the line. I, mean, but the I, I don't think it'll get to eight. If we get the all clear from Turbo, which we think we will, Schuster playing, which we anticipate, eight feels a bit of a stretch. Um, Shug's with the Seagulls. And again, it will tweet out all his tips in this one as well, so you can keep track of them all. Uh, Dragons versus Warriors. Cogra. Haven't played many at Cogra this year, have they? Uh, this is a... I think Penrith might have been the only game, and that, they were really close. That was Should a Friday night. Game, yeah. This is a Sunday, a Saturday afternoon. $1.62.35. You've already flagged that the Cody Ramsey is in. No Josh Maguire. He's been great for the Dragons this year, but... Uh, um, the Warriors, Ewan Aiken returns. Warriors, what did they... Oh, against South, my God, that was a strange game. Uh, this is a nightmare to try and pick. Dragons did beat the Warriors 28-16, Sunshine Coast round one. It was 16-all. Uh, that game was up for grabs. Three and a half, very skinny line, Sean. Yeah, speaking of score lines that flattered teams from Magic around, the Warriors certainly falls into that category. They were getting absolutely lapped in that first half and were they were diabolical. We had Nathan Brown sacked at halftime. Yeah, th- they were. That, that's one of the worst halves I've ever seen by uh, a team. Somehow, I mean, that helped when Cook that got Simbin late in the game, scored a couple of late tries. Um, it, it completely ignore the scoreline there because that does flatter them. As I said at the start, I'd, I would love to have seen Sloan named at fullback because Ramsey really does scare the hell out of me. But I'll be with um, the Dragons here in a, in a pretty big way. Yeah, they can run up a score. Um, it was the Warriors' left side defence that was absolutely pitiful against South. Some of those tries, Tane Milne, yep. were disgraceful. Uh, so maybe. Moses Suley, I think it's strange that he's only got the one try in 10 games. He's been very good. He scored his first try last week. Um, you've, got the, you've got the one here and you've already flagged it. So if you really want to lock into a particular market, you're looking at the big line, little line, and it's 13 plus for you. What are you getting there? Oh, yeah, 340. 340. That's nice. Yeah, I'll be backing the. I'll be backing just the line as well in this one, but certainly have to be on Dragons 13 plus. This feels so so suitable for them to put on a score um, against the Warriors. Little caveat is the the weather the around, weather. but if we do get a dry track during the day, um, I've got some fears about what the Warriors are going to serve up here. So Dragons 13, 13 plus three dollars fifty. Lot look at that. Oh, three dollars forty rather. Lot look at that. Cowboys Melbourne match of the night. Uh, this oh no, it's not the match of the night. It's a good one though. Five actually two really good games on Saturday on Fox. Uh, Cowboys Storm. Uh, this is up there at Queensland Country Bank. Two sixty one fifty. Cowboys haven't beaten Melbourne since twenty fifteen preliminary final. Uh, so that was the game before they won the comp. So it's 11, twelve straight wins. Melbourne have only played three away games this year. Do you realise that? They've had a lot of home football. Um, I, I don't count last week. Last week was a nominal, it was a neutral game, but it was a nominal Melbourne home game. Cowboys five straight, but only one against top eight opposition. That was Parramatta. In Darwin, I'm still not convinced. They're seven and three. They're three and two at home. Six and a half is the line, Sean. 
Yeah, there's something about this game. I mean, as you said, I'm just looking at their fixture now, who they have played. Remember, that they played the Roosters in round four up at... And they, uh, they were exposed. And they were exposed there. And then th- that form didn't really go on to stack up either. Outside of that, they played the Eels. That was such a suitable game for them in Darwin, took yep. care of them. Outside of that, well, they played the Broncos as well, but that was early doors. Um, yeah, I, I can't really believe the price you're getting about the Storm here. Can you imagine... At, the start of the year, if you had said you could get, you could back Melbourne minus six and a half against the Cowboys, you'd be you'd be calling your bank manager. So there is obviously some big big outs. Pappenhausen, the big one, uh, big Nelson is out as well. So they are they well they're far from full strength. The key here is obviously Jerome Hughes being named. Think he's probably going to play after missing last week. Yeah, I th- you just have to you just have to be on the storm here. Um. It's interesting, he stuck with Wishart at one. It was a tough night for Wishart, mm. all right? Let's be honest. He, he really struggled. I thought Meany should have been there. Um, and Dean Eremia, I see, has been named at 15. He's on the bench, yeah. I can't see Eremia being on the bench. I think he either comes into the starting side yep. and Meany goes to... See, OK, here's what'll happen. OK, are we thinking this? Eremia goes to wing, Meany goes to fullback, and Wishart goes back to his position Spot as on. the backup dummy half. OK, well, that, OK, we just worked that out. Yep. I'm much more comfortable there. Um, isn't it funny... I thought Melbourne were actually a chance against Penrith until Hughes was out. Yeah. I thought they could cover Pappenhausen. Uh, they could cover... Who was the other player that uh, missed? Um, I can't remember, but uh, it was that one that did me in. So uh, Joel has got this one, and he's got uh, Val Holmes anytime try scorer, 345. Uh, Val Holmes, is he on the Seve wing? Uh, Seve centre side of the ground? Either way... 3.45. Isn't uh, hindsight a wonderful thing? I'm just looking at what that game jumped last week. It was only minus five and a half Penrith. Oh, mate, I spoke Where, to people that cleaned up. Yeah, Absolutely cleaned that, that's up. That's going in my um, retro bet file. Um, Hang on, so Jerome Hughes is out. Mm. Pappenhausen's out. Five and a half. Yeah, it was. I think it was two and a half, three, teetered around, and then around, and then when it was confirmed, only moved that two and a half points. It just, yeah. And I, I mean, That was obvious after ten minutes. Yeah. Yep. This game could be anything. Roosters Penrith, good game. Saturday night SCG. Uh, some of us have to call this game despite wanting to watch the election. Uh, but hey, what can you do? Roosters, $3.50. Did you not see what they did last Sunday? Penrith, $1.31. Um, the line here is a fat nine and a half. Penrith have won their last four against the Roosters. Three of them have been very close, very close. There was one blowout. That was right in the peak of six again, and I think the Roosters had one go to the bin, so I'm kind of discounting that. They then met again. Penrith won 20-14. to 14. Before that, they met in a final. Penrith were clearly a better team, but only won 29-28. I still think the Roosters have the respect of the Panthers, and I think nine and a half's too much. Yeah, so do I. I don't think there's a huge um, gap in what I think it should be. I think it's probably around the eight mark. But they were, yeah, they were enormous last week, the Roosters. And uh, again, my boy Teddy, he's been slandered a little bit like you to me a few weeks ago on this show for his form. He, I thought he's been, he has been incredible the last five, six weeks. Um, at night, potentially a bit slippery, low mm. scoring game. I think this could be an absolute cracker. And Are you be... saying Teddy might slip over and get a high tackle and someone <laughs> might go to ten, for 10 in the bin? That tends to happen at the SCG a lot. <laughs> well, I hope it does. Can you get, so can you get a market on that? Oh, you can't <laughs> because we can't bet on sin bins because it would 
you know, the sanctity of the game. The words integrity. Uh, so nine and a half, you're on Penrith. Uh, you're on the uh, Roosters. Yeah, Roosters, like it. Radley out, but Collins in. Um, and I'm also nine and a half, Roosters. And the bet I like, I think it'll be close. I can't say the Roosters blowing the Panthers away, certainly. So the try bet, either team 10 or less, $2.10. I found that to be quite uh, interesting. Um, we get to Sunday afternoon, and the poor old Raiders, I mean, they just get taken everywhere. Dubbo is where they now travel. Um, beautiful part of the world, but I mean, the poor bastards have got to go to Wagga, they've got to go to Mudgee. They're just basically any team says, no, nah, we don't respect you enough to play you at home, we're taking you away. Uh, oh my God, I've just seen your bet here. Uh, $1.55 to 45 Whiten is in. Mm. Zach Wolford's the number nine. I like that. Papa Lee is 250th. Now, he had all his family with him at Magic Round, which makes me think they're not coming with him to Dubbo. They've won six of their last nine against South. Trent Peoples is the South Sydney second rower. That's what's been named. He's a very, seems like a good kid, but he's inexperienced. And their last three wins, as Joel likes to tell us, Sean, not very good. Warriors, they were terrible in the second half. Manly, there was a send-off. Canterbury, there was a sin bin. Mm. I'm, on Can I'm on Canberra head-to-head -head here. Forget the four and a half. I think Canberra uh, uh, are a very nice bet here. Yeah, and we are very well aligned. I was a bit worried when you just caught a peak in my best bet. I thought you might be going the other well, way. Well, it's bold. But it sounds like... Well, sorry. Actually, this won't be my best bet, but it will be how I will be having a bet in the game. Uh, I am huge on the Raiders here. I, I actually can't believe how short... The bunnies here now with no Latrell, no Cam Murray, Jacob Host out as well, uh, and the Raiders are playing sneaky well. Didn't just play well like they they killed um, the Sharkies last week. So you get Jack Whiten back in that side. I I, I think this could almost be a, a toss of the coin game. Maybe South slight favourites. Yep. So tipping the Raiders, uh, but I'll be also backing Raiders thirteen. Yeah, this is the one. This is what piqued my interest. We go to we go to Dubbo during the day again. We should see oh six twenty six dollars twenty five. Oh. It's been a little. Um, is that in your best bets? Will we do later. Uh, no, not that. But it'll okay. feature the green. Okay. Um, yeah, I, the one thing I do love when you get a, a day game, no weather, underdog, who I give a big sight, taken by a margin. Cody Walker's unhappy. Something's not right at South. Yep. Um, that leaves us to our last game. Oh, sorry, bonus Bambi. Before we get to that, bonus Bambi. Bonus Bambi. Bonus Bambi, because I just thought of it. What was Latrell Mitchell doing with that stupid message at the airport? Uh, hi, did you not see this? Oh, I missed this. Hi, guys. Uh, look, it's got out now, so I might as well acknowledge it. I'm off to the San Francisco 49ers to try out for them. I want to thank such and such for that. And then five hours later, he gets on, so he, that must have been before he left. He's then somewhere else, mm. walking out of the airport. Okay, <laughs> jokes on you, media. See, this is why you can never believe what you hear. I don't believe the media reported the scandalous <laughs> news. And also, what are you doing scaring the shit out of South Sydney fans like that. Yeah, imagine that. I didn't believe it. I thought, this is strange. I, I sent a text to Reedy, because uh, he's on top of these things. I said, this can't be right. This is just taking the piss out of what Jared Hayne did, isn't, didn't it? Isn't it? And apparently every media member thought the same. I didn't see anyone report it. So, not funny, Latrell. <laughs> uh, last game, Gold Coast versus Sharks. 
the Sharks learn their lesson very quickly uh, about uh, where to put Nico Hines and mm -hmm. their fullback, $310.37. This is at CBUS. Lachlan Miller. Now, this is the rugby kid who apparently has got some real talent, real toe. He's a speedster, isn't he? Mm. More importantly, he's a fullback. More importantly, Hines goes back to seven with Moylan. <clears throat> so credit to Craig Fitzgibbon. He's not stubborn. He's realised, OK, we got it wrong last time. Sharks have won their last six against the Gold Coast, including their last two at Seabus. They do have no Dale for Nukin. Um, the Gold Coast have three wins, Sean. Their wins. I think this could be the worst form line in terms of wins. Dragons, horrible game. Would you agree? That was a reprehensible that was, game. That on... was the worst game I've ever seen. Oh, hang on. What, against... against nah, actually, the... I get that. that was too far. No, the worst game you ever saw was when they beat the Tigers, 8-6. Sorry, I'm getting... So they got two of the worst games ever, and the other game was they beat the Warriors in a totally... So forgettable, I forgot it. <laughs> Seven and a half, too skinny. That line. Yeah. Well, you, you would have heard on the podcast because you said you listened to it. Oh, I, up to a point. There was only so much <laughs> of a battering I could take. Yeah, we were worried about the, the, the Nico going to fullback move and good that he's swallowed a little bit of pride there and has moved him back. I think we're going to see a big bounce back here. This is a really suitable game. Fanuk and out. I, I mean, he's an out, but I don't think this sort of game is it's going to be exacerbated. I think it could be pretty fast. Gold Coast, really good track. Very, very suitable for the Sharks to bounce back and put on a score. Okay, and who's got the bet here? I don't... Oh, here it is. Joel Kane. Joel Kane goes Sharks line, so we're all on the same all page. So there you go. There's the, the, the specific bet that we've looked at. Seven and a half. I think we might have a nice little uh, multi coming up. Last week's winners uh, in regards to our best bet, so let's have a look at that. Oh, two out of three. Well done. Easy you were chance. very bullish. $2.25. Very bullish about the Roosters. Congratulations. Are the Dogs, Knights, Unders. That, your bet. That's a steal. That, that, that was an amazing bet. But, I mean, that, that, that yeah. was, what, what was the... 30, I think it, it might have jumped 32 and a half, 33 and a half. I, we, got a, we got it better than that, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, no, no, you tipped at 35 and a half and it tumbled in. Fantastic. Uh, so we got two out of three. What did Joel get wrong? Uh, oh, he had Burton to Burton score. Tough when we all thought it was unders. It's hard to warn him as well. Yeah, you can't thread the hand needle the thread. So we get to our best bets for this week. Joel, uh, we'll get him done nice and early. He's gone Tigers Bulldogs under thirty-seven and a half. I tend to share. I, I think he's right, but I tend to share your fear that this could be gay abandon. Uh, Lucy Goosey, as I would Lucy say. Lucy Goosey. Um, but in saying that, the attacks of so, both teams are so pitiful mm. that even Lucy Goosey in, still might be under. So that's Joel, um, $1.90, 37 and a half. Mm. Right, we get to Sean's best bet. Uh, you flag this. Yep. Now, I'm surprised. You're so bullish about the Raiders, I yeah. thought you'd take them head to head. Yeah, no, I actually had it written down in, in the WhatsApp to, to Cam uh, last night or this morning whenever I was frying off, and it, it did have head to head, but I'm just going to take a little bit of insurance. But in this game, this is how I'm playing it. If it's got the words Canberra Raiders in it, just back it. I think you can go wrong. I think they're exceptional value. I'll be back in them plus, head to head, and 13 plus. Uh, gamble responsibly, of course, but I'm, I'm pretty bullish on that one. And for me, it is the last game. We could have a big Sunday here. Sharks at the line, minus seven and a half. Gold Coast, I, I talked about their form. Um, 
they can't score points. Mm. So you don't need the Sharks to score that many. And we've seen they have the ability, particularly Arvo football. Now, I know Arvo football at Shark Park is where they've blasted teams, but I can see them putting up a number against the Gold Coast Titans. I think something is a bit whiffy there as well. So that is just about it. We made it. Um, come back soon, Joel. Burn the suit. <laughs> and uh, we will do it all again next week. But, Sean, you get to do... Yeah. Oh, by the way, Shane Lowry, top five USPGA. I was ask. He's playing very good. It's a very even field. I like Rory. But anyone knows if you've backed Rory over the last eight years in a major, you've done your dough. Mm. Shane Lowry, top five. He's playing exceptional golf. He's won a major. He can melt in a major, but take that. And hung parliament. It's going to happen. Still, still bullish about the hung? I wasn't until a Labor uh, operative told me some numbers. Operative? That Labor will get there, <clears throat> but it, it might be, they're going to need the uh, teals and they're going to need uh, Wilkie and they're going to need the green uh, in Bant as well. But anyway, Beautiful. enjoy your election night, enjoy your footy. Sean Omarod! Joel Kane always says, take a sec before you bet, set up a deposit limit and gamble responsibly. Goodbye.